everybody. Okay. Okay. Mom, can you put yours on mute, please? I don't know how to put mine on mute. <laughs> Let me see. You want me on mute? Yeah, because it's picking up in the back. Okay. All righty. All set. And then I'll unmute everybody in a second. Okay. Welcome to Sister Conversations. Um, welcome, everyone. Thank you for joining me. My name is Mamie Saunders. And welcome to Sister Conversations, the show that equips, empowers, and elevates women of faith to propel deeper into purpose. Slater goes, maximize their faith, life, and business. I'm your host, once again, Mamie Saunders, and today we're talking about how to thrive and build a legacy after trauma, part two, and how to turn your pain into power. I have some visionaries with us tonight that I, I have been super excited about this conversation since I spoke to um, these ladies um, last week, um, allow me to introduce them. Um, let's welcome uh, this week's co-host, uh, Wealth Concierge and Woman-to-Woman -woman Mentor, Tony Parks, um, and founder of Onyx Pearls. Welcome, Tony. Let's see. Okay. Ladies, nice to see you all again. Okay. And we have uh, minister and creative Tia Moore and the founder of I Am More. Welcome, Tia. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you for being here. And we have Project Dreamer, speaker, entrepreneur, Latoya Fleming. I'm sorry, Fleming, who is also the founder of Women With Purpose. Welcome, Latoya. Hi, guys. Alrighty. So I am super excited to have these ladies here. Thank you, ladies, for joining us. Um, I am super excited to have you here to share your story and give us some tips on how to turn our pain into power. Um, and so thank you for joining me. And last, um, in the last conversation with Sister Conversations, we spoke about how to thrive and build a legacy after trauma. Um, and our focus in that, um, in part one, was basically how to take the steps needed to heal from trauma and move forward. So I want to shout out Danielle D. Smith and Brie Noel, who just gave us an amazing conversation. They were dropping some mega gems. I left with like two pages of notes <laughs> that night. Uh, so I'm thank you, ladies, for getting that the sister conversation is kicked off right um so as we move forward this week we will focus on how to change the narrative of your story and turn your pain into power and these ladies here can are going to give you so many tips and share their story and on how to be able to do so so let's just jump into this um, discussion let's see so I really want to focus or begin with the conversation of, you know, a lot of times we're focused in the aspect of healing and trying to move past that trauma that we experience. And a lot of times we not we don't think that we can rebuild our lives or we don't know how to start rebuilding 
our lives. So my question for you, Tia, would be, when was your turning point when it came to your healing uh, from trauma? When was that turning point for you to rebuild your life and start over? So for me, um, I was tired of being stuck, honestly. Um, it's so easy to get just caught up in the now. Um, and I was tired of being in that situation. Um, for one, I have children. So, you know, you, you can't stay stuck. Life still is happening around you. So you just have to keep going. So. Yeah, that's powerful. And I think we're all moms. Um, and I think you hit a point where it's like, as moms, we still have to press through. And so being able to support our kids and still heal. So what tips, Latoria, would you have for somebody who, or a mother, let's focus on a mother who is on her healing journey, but has kids and she's trying to change the narrative of generational trauma. Like what tips would you have for her, um, for her journey? Um, I would say mostly like self-awareness, um, just some healing time for herself. Um, speaking for me from being a mother of two, a single mother of two, um, just being aware of um, where I'm at and being okay with that and just kind of growing with God and um, spending time with him and getting to, to the core of who I truly am. Um, not kind of just following the paths of other people, but to just stay on the path that God has for me and just going back into the areas that, you know, that, that I've been through and giving them to God and just, you know, mm. you know, uh, healing from those things from that past, you know, journaling, yeah. um, therapy, whatever, you know, you need to do to get there. Yeah. That's powerful because even with I, the, what stuck out to me is you saying that self-awareness, being able to, you know, know who you are, like on your journey, like, and being able to identify with your emotions and the difference between the moment, the problems that you're having in the moment and who you are. Because a lot of times we take on, okay, I'm having this problem, this is me. So we take on that identity of our trauma when that shouldn't mm -hmm. be the case. So having that self-awareness pushes us and reminds us, reminds us of who we are. And so what I've seen in my experience is, how do I put this, identity crisis. I feel a mm -hmm. lot of times people go through identity crisis because they think that they're their past. And so instead of releasing their past and just letting it go, they're like, no, this is me. I am the trauma, you know? And so I, I, that was powerful to me. So Tony, when it comes to self-awareness and identity, how, how would one go about, you know, rediscovering, rediscovering their identity and getting in tune with themselves? I think you have to look at it from two sides with that question. For personally and anyone that has a relationship with the Lord, our initial response to trauma um, for most um, is to delve deeper into the world, draw closer to God so that he can strengthen 
discussing those um, issues. For they not have, be at that point that doesn't have a spiritual relationship, I think it becomes more challenging. Um, mm-hmm. We begin to focus on the things of the world rather than having an understanding that with the Holy Spirit, we have an internal endurance level. We The Holy Spirit comes in and give us, gives us that ability to stand on the word of God and endure as we yield. Um, wow. I know, I think we tend to need to get an understanding of who we are. Um, in my life, I came to the understanding of the woman that God created me to be. Not I have been through the trauma, not a woman that had taken on the identity of her husband, her children, none of that. I I was. And over the years, I came to a place of her. I realized she was just magnificent. Um, I love being her. I love that it called me to be. And once I embraced that and realized who I was and that, I, that God had put so many qualities in me that I had to learn to appreciate them before it was. So as I gained that perception, um, I began to learn about something that we talked about earlier was my fortitude. And my psychological fortitude is an understanding the ability to function through trauma. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of people do that. We may not function at our highest level, but a lot of us have the ability to function through trauma. <laughs> that you can take in this a scale that goes from zero to 10. And I knew that I was a 10 on that scale. I was able to function career-wise spiritually, in ministry, as a mother, as a wife, in all those capacities at the same time, still going through the healing process. So I didn't allow the healing process to overtake you. I didn't allow the trauma to take over. Um, so I think that we just have to get to a place where we just, we are in Christ because what we've been through, what we see, what we do at that moment in time, that's not the end of the story. Okay. Mm. That is a day in the page of the journey. Mm. Yeah, that's powerful. That's just a day in the page of the journey. <laughs> and I think sometimes we just carry. So just being able to move from that day in the page and acknowledging like this is something that I'm just going through and that I can push through it. And being able to, I, I feel like when it comes to trauma and just moving forward from it, you really have to develop your mindset, like in a real way, and then work on those heart issues that kind of keep us bound. Because sometimes your past can keep you cloudy and it keeps you from being able to see, you know, what you would be able, you know, what you could see and what your future could be like. Sometimes, we are held because of our trauma. So for someone who's on that journey, what is one thing you ladies feel or know that they need to know 
that will keep them encouraged and empowered? And what are some things that you have done? Because all of you ladies have literally turned your pain into power. And now you're literally helping other women, other families and men to be able to do the th to be able to do that same thing. So how, like, what would you say? What tool did you guys use to get to this point? Because it absolutely didn't happen overnight. So what tools did you guys use? And anyone can chime in. <laughs> so for me, it was honestly understanding my identity, who God says I am versus my trauma was domestic violence. So okay. um, the person in my life tried to break me down to nothing. So when I got tired of being stuck, I had to feed myself the word, what God says I am versus what you say I am. So that allowed me to come out. Um, and I think uh, Tony was right that we have a great, we are able to just function through the trauma. But for me, nobody really knew what was going on, even my family. So I think acknowledging it and then understanding your identity and then shifting your mindset to know that, hey, this is not where I am. This is just like your mom said, a, a page in the book and that I, along with God, have the power to create my story and this is not the end. Yes. yes. Yeah, that's a whole affirmation right there. I have the power to change with God to change my story. Make sure y'all write that down. That's a whole affirmation right there. <laughs> Thank you, Tia, for that, Jim. Um. Okay, sorry, guys. <laughs> Thank you, Tia, for that, Jim. Latoya, what about you? What is some? Because I know Tia said that that identity, and let's go back to you saying journaling because journaling has been powerful for me uh, to get through those mindset shifts. Um, if you could elaborate more on your journal process and how somebody could be able to journal and get through this and use it as a tool to their healing and turning their pain into a purpose. Um, well, just kind of just um, talking about your day, anything that you're going through, the good, the bad, the ugly, and just writing it out how you truly feel, whatever you're going through. It's kind of just like you're going to therapy and you talking to somebody. You just letting it out like, God, today I wasn't having a good day. So and so, you know, got on my nerves and and just getting that stuff out of you, you know, because once you have that in you and you just build it up and you don't get it out, it just yeah. it, it becomes it can be trauma later on in life. And you can have triggers that kind of goes off that makes those traumas come up. Um but like God, he gave me uh, Romans 8 and 28, you know, like everything is working out for your good. As things happen to me in my life, I mean, I went from adoption. I went from like dating street guys, abortions, like I've I've had a I've had a life. Um, so like it's just kind of like that. I just stuck on that word out of all scriptures, that scripture yeah. stuck with me and it made sense. And as I've gotten older, it's like all of the things that have happened to me make sense. It, it, it made me stronger. It gave me character. Um, and, um, and it built me for who I am so that I can be, uh, give hope to other women, you know, like, even though you've been through this, God is with you through it all and ask him when you're going through it, what do you want me to learn in this situation? 
and just kind of like giving it to him, giving him your all and just writing the things out, expressing how you feel. Yeah. Yeah. And being able, like you said, to ask God in those heavy moments, when am I supposed to learn from this is powerful because perception is everything. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. so knowing that, you know, just knowing that God is there, that there's all things work for my greater good, that no matter, even this situation works for my greater good. And so now you're able to, and just like Tony, or well, my mom, <laughs> uh, Tony and Tia, you guys were able to use those hard moments and learn from those moments and allow God to work through you to heal you through that process. And so now it's like, okay, allowing God to do the work in you. And a lot of times people want to avoid the process, but the process is what, like you said, is what builds your character. And the process is what gives us strength. The process is what prepares us for that next level. Cause I truly believe that because I went through abuse. And so for me, it was like, I used to really wonder like, God, why are we, why is this happening? How, how are you allowing this to happen? And now I see why. And so God was showing me like, a lot of times what we go through, it could be generational. And so because mm -hmm. the person didn't break it before us, he has called us, and I, I like to say trailblazers, to be able to break the mold and break the design of what that was generationally. So being able to just push past that and know that God is there, like, is powerful. And that leads into my next question, because I truly believe that faith plays a major role in your healing journey. How has faith played a role in your um, journey Can she hear me? Who? Tony? I'm here. <laughs> I'm here. Uh, you know, you guys have to bear with me with this whole technology thing. Um, well, I would say um, one thing that I learned that I, I could have gone through the domestic violence. I could have gone through um, just the whole rejection, feeling the rejection from my biological parents. Um, mm -hmm. That was very difficult for me. It was something that I carried a very long time. And I recall from a young child that God would give me these specific dreams. And I never knew what these dreams were. I was like, what in the world? Until I had, begun, I had gotten in my thirties, so and God revealed the full manifestation of the dreams to me. My dreams were I would have a dream about pie. One moment, this pie would be beautiful. I mean, the most delectable pie you had ever seen. Okay, and then the next moment, it was all messed up. It was like someone had just dug all in the pie and just tore the pie up. And I was like, what in the world? Why do I keep having dreams? Finally, when God revealed it to me, he said, that 
He said, the pie. Mm. He said, but I need you to understand that even the pie was all messed up and torn up. The part of the dream where it was perfect. And he showed that he was carrying me through life. Mm. When I would go through trials I was going through, that's when the pie was messed up. But when the trial, when the pie was perfect, that was during those times where I had come out of something. But I so that helped me to understand long before I was sanctified, had a relationship, God was with me. God yeah. was giving me revelation about my life that I didn't even know at that time. Mm-hmm. The good thing about having a relationship with God is that something and based off of your relationship God will prepare you he will protect you he will also provide you with the knowledge to get through he will order your steps through the entire process but we have got to have an ear to hear that small still voice and that comes from being able to say you know what I relinquish everything that I want to do it's no longer about my will, but it is about his will. Because I tried doing it my way and I screwed it up too many times. And it's like, okay, Lord, you know what? It's on you. And I charge him back with Jeremiah 20, where he told me that he had a plan for my life. And it was a plan for me, but to prosper me. And I stand on that. So... Having that promise and going through the stages like it, because I'm going to tell you something. People talk about healing from trauma like it's one-time episode thing. No. That's not true. <laughs> no. You will continue to heal as you have breath in your body. And we need to give permission to do that. We have to give ourselves permission. Yeah, okay, I made it through that. And just like Latoya said, this, I no longer look at life, oh, okay, I'll get through this and nothing else is going to happen. Uh-uh. A place in life where I realize that, yes, I've made it from this level. A God who requires more of who created me in his image, that means I got a whole nother level to go to. Okay. So I know that there's going to be another test, another trial that's going to groom me up a little bit more in him so now when things happen i say okay lord like latoya was saying what do you want me to learn that? what am i to take out of this right here to carry to the next level and when i come up against something that i feel like it's really knocked the breath out of you i remind myself okay that and every lesson that i learned until this point was preparing me for this so, what I'm going through, I'm already prepared for. So, go or reveal it to me so we can move on. And one thing I don't do is I don't play with devil. And, Missy, you know that. I, I, you all call her Mamie. I don't play with the devil. Okay. I call it like I see it. <laughs> you know, when I'm moving, I call it just as it is. I believe that people do things. And they make this to do those those things, 
But one thing I always tell people when they're out of order, out of alignment, don't let the devil pimp. He does. He comes in and he sends people out to do his dirty work and he's the only one getting paid for it. There's no satisfaction for us. So when we get there that we have power in the men over the enemy, you'll stop playing with them. And you'll stop really that they've gone through. Praise God for it because he brought you through it. And because he brought you through it, that tells me that you got further to go down the line, that he's watching over you, he's provided for you, he will order your steps through no matter what you go through. So what I'm hearing from you is, you know, being able to surrender to God. So y'all said the first step is self-awareness and then being able to surrender Mm -hmm. to God's will and his plan for your life and then being able to hear him. So when it comes to surrendering, cause I know I struggled in the beginning because I'm like, I went through all this. I ain't gonna trust nobody. I got me, I'm gonna protect me. Ain't nobody got me, not even God got me like I got me. And I was wrong that whole time. So how would someone, for someone who doesn't know how would they go about really surrendering their journey to God, surrendering their plans to God and allowing God to do the healing and allowing God, you said prosperity, to flow prosperity through you? How would somebody go through surrender to them? Because I know for a long time, I'm like, God, I ain't letting go. This, this is me. I got, I got, I got my um, plans. I got my vision board. You couldn't tell me nothing. And the whole time God had a plan and I was just running in the circle and he was letting me run through that circle until I surrendered to him. So you ladies, what would you suggest or how would someone go about surrendering to God? What does that look like? Um, there are, there are two ways to look at that. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> um, when I like, cause I was raised in a church and Um, When I got older, like I went away from church. And so then I got I felt like I was just going in circles and I just was like, I'm not going anywhere. So I got back into church and um, the Lord, he was just heavy on my heart to get to know him for myself, not from what my mom taught me. My dad taught me. My pastor taught me. It was from me surrendering to God. I honestly went in my room turned off the lights and I played a little worship music and I lifted my hands up, got on my knees and I said, Lord, I'm giving you every single bit of me and I am surrendering all to you. And then that's when he just, he just took it from there. And then that's when my life really like changed for the better. Like, and it's, I think it's more a perspective too. Like you can choose. I remember I seen this picture one time. It was like, it was like a flowers on one side and it was like dark and gloomy on the other side. And it says life is going to give you things. It's all about your perspective. You can choose to be on that dark side or you can choose that light. And it's all about what you choose in life. You know, um, we can be mad and upset and unforgiving and, and angry, or we can give it to God and be healed and whole and free 
and let that light shine through us for other people to have hope, you know? Um, so that's kind of yeah. my thing. <laughs> You get that guy. I, I like to call it the godly glow. Like, if you just let him take control, you coming out all shiny and people like, what's going on with you? You be like, I'm <laughs> yep, yeah. Like, that's what it was. Yep. Like, I, we ain't even yep. stressing no more. We just drinking water and listening to God at this point. <laughs> mm -hmm. But that that's, that's one thing I learned, too, is that you just have to really fully surrender to him and be able to just sit and listen. And just be mm -hmm. able to like, okay, God. And sometimes we get anxious because we're like, okay. And I feel like, especially nowadays, with the healing thing, people be like, okay, I went through this, and now I'm going to go ahead and do this. And not allowing themselves to go through that process and allowing themselves to heal. And so you'll find that they'll go do that thing, but then have to go turn right, right, right back around because they didn't allow themselves to heal and allow God to really just work through them. Cause that's what really God wants to do. He wants to take all our words. He wants to take all our cares and just heal us. And I, I feel like it's just turning that pain into purpose and it doesn't feel good. Like, let's be honest, it doesn't feel good. It's mm -hmm. a lot of, I know for my, mm -hmm. on my journey, I asked God to show me my true identity. And listen, that was a hard question because when he showed me my identity, he showed me who I was in him, but he also showed me who I was acting like. He was showing me my heart issues. He was showing me the uh, rejection, the bitterness. I was very, very bitter, like very bitter. You can ask my mom. Like we, and for those that don't know, Tony is my mom, <laughs> but it, it, I had bitterness in me. So he showed me that bitterness, but then he showed me that the root of it, like getting into the root of it. And the root was, I was upset. I was hurt. I was broken and I didn't deal with it. I just went on and said, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to rebuild my life and not be like the people that hurt me. That, that's, that was me. Until I was like, okay, I'm going to just go let her do her thing. And then she's going to turn back around. <laughs> and get it done right. And so I say all that to say is that just allow yourself to really go through the process. It may hurt. You may lose some people. Like, because mm -hmm. when, like, and I think that's a conversation we really need to have tonight is that even on your process from turning your pain into purpose, the fact that when you change, people, I wouldn't say, nicest way I could put this. People are in shock when you change and you start setting boundaries. And they're in shock mm -hmm. like, oh, she thinks she's better than me. So for me, it was, because I'm a relationship type of person, that was hard for me. So I don't know mm -hmm. if you ladies have experienced that and like, what was your experience when it came to your journey, like, the relationship aspect of like building healthy relationships and being able to let go of the relationships that shouldn't been there in the first place. I go, um, <laughs> just putting people in a place, putting people in their place. Like if we uh, have a relationship on, uh, based on grief, mm. that's our relationship. That does not make you my friend. 
Like if like if we have something in common, like we like shopping or whatever, that does not make you my friend. My friend. Um, it's just like you got to know where to place people in your life. You know, um, mm -hmm. some people are just not that that saying season, uh, reason, eternity. That it's so true. That is very, very true. And sometimes we like to place people in the friend category and they're not supposed to be your friend. They're supposed to be like assignment, you know, or mm -hmm. something. And um, we have to be in tune with that. We have to sit back and kind of let God guide us into where this person is supposed to be. Because sometimes yeah. we take control. Oh, I love her. I want her to be my friend. We have such a good time. And then when it all boils down, when you get to know that person, that's not your friend. So then yeah. sometimes that's why we we deal with so much heartache with letting go of people because God didn't place them in our lives to be a friend. So um, just like even yeah. if you work with somebody, they're a work associate. They're not a friend, you know, so it's just letting God just sitting back and letting God guide you to where that friend or person should be. So. Yeah. And I feel like that comes with yeah. also having. Um, you know, on your journey, developing boundaries that you didn't have before. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And having those boundaries of, okay, this is the type, this is okay for me, but this is not okay. And even having those boundaries for yourself, like, you know, you shouldn't be having these type of people around you or, you know, just developing those boundaries. And a lot of times it's hard to develop those boundaries it's hard to be like okay this is what and especially when you're going through your journey because sometimes let's be honest it can be lonely going through that journey of you know healing and pushing past that so we want mm -hmm. people around so how can you cultivate healthier relationships or how did you or any of you ladies cultivate better relationships after your trauma For me, <laughs> I, I was just going to say, for me, I, I just try not to force them. Um, before I didn't have a standard. So, you know, kind of anything went. I was I was pretty much down for anything because I wanted that acceptance. I wanted that time. I wanted that love, that energy. But, you know, when I put my foot down and I had a standard and I'm like, look, OK, I'm, I'm protecting me right now. Not that I'm just shunning everybody out but it is time for me to get myself together so first of all my relationship with god was the main thing um that was that was pretty much everything there was an isolation period i think after trauma you go through that isolation period because you are really truly trying to find yourself so um and then now for me it's like hey it is what it is you it know is. <laughs> If, you know, we're compatible, like she said, you we don't have to be friends, but if you're able to help me here, fine, let's do that and let's keep it moving. Yeah. yeah. Okay, I gotta give y'all some snaps for that. But yes, yes, it is what it is. Be able to allow things to flow and being able to move with God and listening to God and trusting your discernment. Can we, that is one of the best gifts God mm. has given us is discernment. And mm -hmm. I promise we don't use it as much. So being able to use that discernment and allowing God to guide us and, you know, just to be able to move forward and cultivate those relationships and whatever aspect it is. Um, so I want to move forward. So we went from self-awareness 
to be able to surrender to God. And so now we have surrendered to God and we're like, okay, God, I have this vision. You gave me this vision. What's next? What is the first step I should take to be able to turn, like switch from survivor to thriver and actually make my plans and set my goals? Like, what is the first step you guys think? I'll go. For me, it was understanding that I was graced for what I went through. So it wasn't just something that he just dumped on me or just the enemy got me. You know, it was something that had to happen for me so that I was able to go through it. So now I can take what I've learned, what I've experienced and help my sister or help my brother. You know, maybe they don't have to go through what I what I went through. So sharing that wisdom, that's powerful. Just being able to share that wisdom. And I promise, I believe that what we go through and what we overcome is a key to somebody else's jail, like literally. And so that's why I believe that. And that's, I do love social media because people can share their stories and be able to empower one one another in that way. Um, so yeah. So T is, let's say, okay, sorry guys. I'm still learning to work the system. <laughs> um, but yeah, so just being able to empower our sisters. And for me, it was being able to not repeat the same patterns for my children and being able to say, okay, it starts with me. And being able to say, okay, I'm gonna try to do it a little differently this time. And so that my kids can have a better experience. And so as mothers, I, I feel like we carry, um, the weight of our children and being able to cover them and not how like in the generational aspect of stopping the trauma and moving forward for me is i know i have been trying to have better communication with my kids because i didn't have good communication you know i didn't grow up with that best communication and being able to try to understand my kids more and not anger you know be angered so much so as mothers, I find that our healing, we're responsible for our healing for our children. Mm-hmm. And and we we create the roadmap for them to be able to evolve and be able to stop that generational. I think the common thing that I heard from all of us is that rejection. Like, and the spirit of that, and it's it's powerful. A lot of people are dealing with the spirit of rejection and it's just going from generation to generation to generation to generation and not knowing how to stop it and not knowing how to move past it and to be able to confront it. Because I look at you ladies, you ladies are trailblazers. To be able to confront a thing that has been happening or has happened to you, you're a trailblazer. Not many can do that. Many some people just fall and allow trauma to just keep them quiet. A lot of times you hear people say, I don't have a voice. That's because I feel like trauma closes you and just shuts your mouth, puts a mule on your mouth and doesn't allow you to speak. And it's so important for us, and like you ladies, find your voice. For us to find our voice and be able to move past that and then share with the world what God has done, because, you know, I just feel like he's just lit. 
Like, and I mm-hmm. feel like everybody should be able to experience him in that way. So when it comes to, it looks like with you ladies, you ladies allow God to show you a vision and then move forth. So when it came to moving forth, how did you go about setting your goals? Being able to set your goals and make your vision plain? Tony, mom. Um, I had a, a lot of help from Missy, but <laughs> um, I knew our family has a very, you have to look at the dynamics of family. Okay. You had my side, you had your dad's side. And for my family, I had my mom's side. I, had, I think what we have to begin to do is look at the spirits that reign on both sides. Um, yeah, on one side, you may have these generations. But also on this side, this labor in this area, and this family may carry from one side of my family, we were people who worked hard, but knew that um, the best way to capitalize on who to capitalize on the favor and the opportunities that God has was to start our own businesses. Yeah. Um, and in doing that, it our family has been blessed from that. Um, and one side of Miss family, mainly family, um, on that side, they come from a totally different parents, which were my grandparents. They came from a totally different country. So when they came to this country, they came here with absolutely nothing. And they built a legacy um, from nothing. They were an inheritance for my children's children. You know, they were able to do that. And I knew that that was the legacy I wanted to continue. That was the side that I wanted to teach my children. That was the side. And I look at you, I look at your brothers, I look at um, my grandchildren. And a spirit of entrepreneurship on our family, knowing that that to be who you are, um, allow God to cultivate in you who you are. So when it came to me personally, I love my career. I have a job that I work every day that I love. Um, but I knew that there was a vision that God had given me outside of my career. And it involved me carrying the purpose that he had put in me. So over the years, having done that, it has just evolved. Uh, I started out as my own paralegal company, um, outsourcing company, and doing that, it was what I love to do is it. From there, God opened up many doors for it just to evolve to what it is today. Um, and it took me in a direction that I had no idea I would be in, but it was the doors where you know I always hear I've heard a lot of people say oh I'm a boss lady I'm a boss my take on being a boss okay 
does not create opportunity. You're not a boss. Everything that we do, it, it really should. It should open up. Um, we were created to reproduce and yeah. production in the bedroom. I'm talking about society. I'm talking about reproducing in your sister. I'm talking about sitting down with your sister and look, girl, I see this you. And let's work together for cultivate that because God didn't put it into you for nothing. He put it into you to be a blessing to someone. But because we serve the God we serve, he'll turn so in moving forward with Onyx Pearls 8 and how that came about, God given me the vision that to help women. I needed to take the skills that I had and utilize them for myself, but show women that they had the capability to not just overcome but to see any expectation that they have for themselves simply because you exceedingly abundantly above all that we could ever ask or knowing that let me tell you something i found that women's relationships were complicated lack of respect uh, between women was that that could be taken care of if we would just learn to have respect you don't have to like what I'm doing. You don't have to like me. You don't do any of that. But you have to respect me as another woman in the cycle of what's necessary to survive, to overcome, and to move forward. So yeah. once we get yeah. that saying, okay, you know what, Mamie, I can thank you for where you are. That may not be what I want to do. For that sister right there to be able to learn how to trust you because she can say you know what she respects me so she's not going to do anything to hurt me right because she's so not going to do anything to her i can learn from her yeah learn from her yeah so, so being able to have those respectful relationships and building that goes back to relationships yes. and having boundaries and being able to identify that I need respectful relationships and you know and mm -hmm. e even in business and we're all entrepreneurs on here so I thank you for sharing like your beginnings with Onyx Pearls and the why of it uh, because a lot of times just remembering your why can give you that push to just keep on going you know, so I want to also with Latoya, if you don't mind just giving us a small version of your why and how um, Women of Purpose came along and how that came about. Um, well, it was prophesied to me um, okay. from like two different women who don't even know one another from different like states. And I was like, no, I don't think so. I'm not close with women. I was like a tomboy. And so I was like, I don't really care for women like that. Like I, they caddy, all that kind of stuff. And like that kind of bad attitude about it. And 
then I had like some issues with women. And then I was like, what if women just come together and stick with each other and not hate, not gossip, not be jealous of one another. Like if we truly get close to one another, it is something so powerful. It's like a sisterhood, like beyond, I can't even imagine. Like when I have my women's groups, every single time I leave, I'm in tears because it's so much joy when we leave and laughter and love and support for each other. And I'm like, that's what we need. Like, cause if we really like, if you really just find who you are, find your lane, what God has for you, you won't be jealous of the next. You don't have to gossip about the next. You'll be so focused on what God has for you and doing God's kingdom business. Like you won't be worried about that. You know what I'm saying? So it's really like somebody just really prophesied that to me. And then just dreams, like dreams that God showed me speaking to like thousands of women yeah. and uh, just very powerful dreams. And I'm just like, I can't see that happening. But it, and then stuff just start happening, just believe in it. And I think he gives me when he gives me dreams, it gives me a zeal to want to yeah. do it more. It's just a, yeah. it's just a push, a zeal. And it just makes me want to do it like even more. So, I, yeah. Yeah. I feel like he always give us like these little pebbles and then be like, okay, here, let me just, I see she getting a little weary. Let me go ahead and just throw something out there for her. To yeah, he'll give to you catch. one word too. Yeah. He'll give you one. He gave me one word. He gave me continuity. Oh, I said wow. continuity. Mm. I was like, let me look that wow. up. Yes. To continue. Keep going. Don't stop. Keep going. Yes, that was the word he gave me. I stuck on that word. Yeah. And then being able to, so you saw that there was, and then a lot of times what we're frustrated about, like when it comes to passion, what we're frustrated about, that's what we want to solve for people. You know, Mm -hmm. we want to be like, why is this? Why are they doing that? And then you end up being the solution. God creates us to be Mm -hmm. solutions. Um, so our, our skills and talents and passions, and this is what I tell my clients all the time, is like your passion is not your passion just for any reason. There's a reason why you're like this and the reason why you love this. So you just sharing that is like confirmation. Like, yes, God will use your passion and really cultivate it to your purpose and allowing mm-hmm. you to be able to do you know, what you are called to do and mm-hmm. and specialize in it. Now, Tia, girl, you know, I know you and I love what you're doing. <laughs> and I would love for you to also share how your beginning came along uh, with I Am More. And I know you have been so if you could share that with us. Okay, so more is my last name, um, but I feel like, well, I know that it's a declaration. Um, Like I said, sometimes we get stuck in whatever we're going through, but you can take that I am more, or you can take it and put whatever I'm overcoming, I'm coming out, I am whatever you're trying to do because you don't have to stay there. So more is an acronym for master of my destiny, obedient to my call optimistic about my future, ready for what life has for me and expecting a great outcome. Um, So basically with the word of God, I try to be a resource with I am more. I was a single mom uh, going through an abusive relationship. So I needed stuff. So uh, I am working just to build relationships with different companies or different like-minded businesses that are willing to help women get out, get unstuck basically. 
Love that. Yeah, come through. Come through. And y'all make sure y'all check out um, Tia because her event, I went to her winter ball. And let me tell you, I felt like I was uh, the princess of the night. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. I had such a good time. Um, So with COVID gone, please go back to doing that. It's coming. It's coming. So I know Toya, I was um on your Instagram page and I seen that you have a t-shirt line. So I want to mm-hmm. know more about this t-shirt line and how we can grab those t-shirts. Um, well, right now I just sold out. So I have to like okay. get everything back going again. Yeah, so out in one day. Congratulations. One day. Um, yes. Um I actually, I, I wanted a shirt to kind of inspire people, like because women we deal with so much like roller coaster emotions and hormones and stuff like that, and sometimes we look in the mirror and we're like, man, I'm not feeling myself. I gain weight, my face breaking out, you know, my hair breaking off, like stuff like that. We can find a thousand things wrong with us, but it's so hard to find good things about us. So um, I had started off with the shirt, Fearfully Wonderfully Made, and I had it backwards. So every time you look in the mirror, it's no matter what you think or no matter what anybody else think, when you look in that mirror, they remind you how God sees you. So you don't forget when you look in that mirror, like this is how God sees you, Fearfully and Wonderfully Made. That's how I started off. And then like I just, he would, God would give me ideas and I would just find fonts and just make shirts. But um, uh. On my page on Latoya Flim on Instagram, it's a um, and in my bio is where you can like reach the shirts. Uh, it's women with purpose, um, and then it just I have different shirts like the ones I have now is women winning, and then I have women millionaires. Um, not yes. basically just about being in your bag, but sky's the limit with everything you touch. Like you're gonna be a millionaire in your ministry, in your bag, in your job, in your entrepreneurship, whatever it is, like you're gonna be a millionaire in that and believe it, you know? Um, so yeah. Yes. When I saw that I am millionaire shirt, I was like, man, I need to grab that because that is a whole vibe. <laughs> like <laughs> because it's true, we need that reminder that we can be we can be in our bag, but we can also be spiritually wealthy. We can, mm-hmm. you know, emotionally wealthy, uh, wealthy in our, you know, relationships. So, yes. So I can't wait till you restart because I, I need a shirt. Okay. All right. Okay. okay. <laughs> y'all make and y'all make sure y'all grab your shirts too. Now, um, Tony, mom, you know, <laughs> with Onyx Pearls, I have literally. I'm not saying my mom is amazing just because she's my mom, but she truly is amazing. Um, and what she do and her passion to help people, women, not only women, but families, um, be able to create wealth. So since we're on the subject of wealth, mom, could you please share more about what you do in regards to investing and helping us um, create those generational coins that we need? Um. So what I do is I teach investing classes, investing in the stock market. It has evolved into investing in real estate. Um, and it was something 
you know, that I just did, and when asked me to expound upon it, what I found was that I was able to come in and help people learn how to care for the money that God blessed to make the right moves with that money um, in the stock market, um, in their savings, in their budgeting, um, in order to not just today, but also to create a life for generations to come. Generations to come. Um, I teach on children um, preparing just in the stock market. I teach parents how to open their children in the stock market and to bring their children in, learn how to control the markets, um, control that stock. Um, and just prepare uh, for today, but to prepare for the future too. That's dope. And when, um, for someone who is interested, when is your next class, you know? Or if you don't know, send us your website. I don't. I have a new class for the public. I do private classes um, for March. Um, that next one will be next month. I think they want to start on the 13th of next month. Um, otherwise, um, someone can contact me either on my page or my website. And I will let them know uh, right now the next class is likely to be June 1st. Um, so, and I also do private consultations with individuals who may not be able to take classes are four weeks long. And for some who stick to the schedule of meeting with me one day a week for four weeks, I can do private sessions as well. So. Awesome, awesome. So if you are interested, which it seems like everybody's interested in um, investing right about now, um, but if you're interested in investing, make sure you contact Miss Tony Parks and she'll be able to help you um, secure that generational bag, okay? <laughs> um, but I just really wanted to thank you ladies for just coming out and with our first conversation. So thank you for going through the process with me with all the technical stuff and just flowing with me. I appreciate all you ladies. And for those that are watching, if you didn't leave with anything, I want you to leave with knowing that you can really do anything. You can do anything and you can move past your pain and you can heal and you can evolve. And like Latoya said, it is limitless out here. You just put your mind to it. Make sure you surrender to God and become more self-aware and you can do anything. I want to thank everyone for joining um, Sister Conversations tonight and thank you guys. Ladies, um, if you don't mind, could you please I don't know what that was but ladies if you could please um let us know how we can connect uh, with you starting with tia please 
You can find me on all the socials, Tia Moore, T-I-H-A-M-O-O-R-E. And then in my bio, it'll take you to um, my different business pages. Um, for I Am More, uh, you can contact us or you can, the website is www.iammore.net. Okay, thank you. And Miss LaToya. Um, you can reach me on IG, LaToya Flem, um, L-A-T-O-Y-A and F-L-E-M. And then that's my business page is in my bio. And then just LaToya Fleming on um, Facebook. And then in my bio on Instagram, my Women With Purpose is on there as well. Um, but before we go off, um, I don't want to change the subject. I, I know you got, your mom's going to go, but God had gave me a scripture for, for us Yay. for this. And I wanted to say the scripture, but I'm going to let your mom go. Oh, you can go ahead. Um, oh. Go ahead. Yeah. So um, he gave me Romans five and two, and we boast in the hope of glory of God. Not only so, but we also glory in our sufferings because we know that suffering produces perseverance, perseverance, character and character hope. And hope does not put us to shame because God's love has been put in, out into us, into our hearts through the Holy Spirit who has been given to us. I don't know why, but listen, can I just say that? And I was like, I have to say this prayer. I mean, this scripture. Yeah. Too. yeah. But it's so on point. It's so on point. Yeah, it went right with it. I was like, oh, my God, I even never even heard of this scripture. No, but I'm going to write that down and put it on my, um, <laughs> on my, that's a, that is like, a, that's vibe. What were you saying to you? I see you over there shaking your head. Because God is so good. Listen, when I've been looking down on my phone, I was when we were talking about endurance, God gave me Romans 5, 3, and 4, and it says perseverance produces character. Wow. So listen. Wow. Yes. <laughs> I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off, but I'm just wanted to confirm no. that. Thing. That's just flowing yes. with it, like confirmation. Yes, like that is just like okay, y'all know how I am. <laughs> But that is confirmation. Like that was God, and I'm so happy that you were obedient and said something because that I'm gonna have to put that up because that's a life changing scripture. Like I, mm -hmm. I, I'm a little speechless, and I'm really speechless. But I thank God. I thank you for sharing that. And I thank God because that's a reminder that literally our pain and what we go through. It's building us. It's building us, and it's it's pruning us, and it's getting us to our best selves. And all we have to do is just literally push through and trust God, and know that all things are working for our good, mm -hmm. and that our past does not define us, and that we're more than our past, and that we have like this kingdom identity, that we got that kingdom glow for real, and. If we can just see ourselves as God sees us, man, that's yeah. powerful. That is powerful. And to know like he has our back. And I know right now with COVID and everything going on, I know many people are just wondering, like, God, where are you? You know, where mm -hmm. are you in these times? And 
you know, and just wondering, okay, how am I get through this? And I just ask that tonight that you just really just surrender yourself to God and just allow him to just pour into you and guide you during this time. And like, there's no, that's, I never really experienced, I grew up in church, but I never really experienced God until I experienced him uh, being able to get me out of a situation where I could have lost my life. And knowing the simple fact that it was the, because he was abusive and the simple fact that this man told me that you better be happy that you have God on your side. So even the devil know you got God on your side and he can't do nothing. And that's, that's, man, y'all about to give me it. That is powerful. And I just, I want to tell anybody who feels like God has given up on them to just, just continue to press continue to pray. He is right there. He is guiding you along. You are not alone. You are not alone. There's a breakthrough with your name on it. Just continue to press, continue to press and continue to pray and to continue to allow him to flow through you. It's just God, sometimes like I'm really in awe after that scripture because a lot of times God, he just knows all. He knows what we need. And I'm, I'm sure somebody out there needed to hear that scripture. Someone needed to I hear. Didn't, I didn't want to interrupt. I was like, no, maybe I shouldn't say it because I didn't want to interrupt everybody. I was like, no, I'm talking too much anyway. And I was like, Toya, nope. Put your yeah. hand up and say that scripture. Be obedient. So Yeah, because somebody, somebody needed it. And I'm pretty sure that it's like, God is good. God is so good. And I just want to say thank you so much to you ladies for sharing your truth. And that's my purpose of Sister Conversations is to have those conversations that challenges you and pushes you and to seek God more, to be able to build those that relationship with God and be able to still thrive and push. People need to hear your story that I survived and I went through the process, but here I am today. And that God, he allowed me to get through this process. And I'm just thankful. I'm thankful for you all. I'm thankful for what God is doing, like literally um, just doing even in the background. A lot of times we're just waiting for God to speak. And he's really in the background working it out for us. And we'd be like, dang, Lord, this is this was here all along. Like, I don't know if you guys had those experience where you just feel like, oh, this is here. It's been here all along. And so I'm just thankful. I'm truly thankful. Sorry, guys. I'm, you know, having those moments. <laughs> I <laughs> but love I'm it. Thankful. I'm thankful because I really feel like God used 2020 to really break us in the sense of getting back to him. And really going back to him and surrendering, like you lady said, surrendering to him. Because I know I was like, okay, God, how how am I going to get through this? How what is your next step? I'm not understanding because it came so fast. So I'm like, I'm not understanding what's going on. What are we gonna do? And like it I'm just in awe what God is doing. So just being able to surrender to him and just see him, his work. 
and seeing you ladies because you guys are example of what God can do in somebody's life. So I just want to thank you ladies for coming on and speaking your truth and sharing your, you know, your ministry and business uh, with us and how we connect, can connect with you all. And I'm a Miss Tony Parks or mom. I need to start calling you mom. <laughs> But if you could please share how we can connect with you as well. Um, I am to be found on Facebook, Twitter, and um, at Onyx Pearl 8. You can also reach me through my website, www.onyxpearl8.com. Um, and that's how you just make myself available. You can email me at gmail.com as well. All righty. Thank you, Ms. Parks. Okay, ladies. So I really feel led to close out our conversation with prayer. Um, and so I just want to say thank you, ladies, once again for joining joining me tonight and just going through this process. And thank you for everybody who joined us tonight for our first sister a virtual sister conversation. Um, and so I'm just going to close out with prayer. Okay, I'm back. Um, <laughs> just be more in tune with God, but surrendering to God and being more in tune. So let me go ahead and head out because my uh, electronics is like, uh, we they ready to go out. Um, but Heavenly Father, I just thank you for bringing us all together tonight, Lord. I thank you for all that you're doing in our lives, Lord. I ask that you protect these women. I ask that you protect our audience, Lord. I ask that you give us strength during these times, Lord. I ask that you give us reminders that you are there, Lord, that you are guiding us and that you are directing us and that you are healing us, Lord. And for anybody who is hurting at this time, Lord, I ask that you purify their hearts and minds and allow them to know that you are there guiding them, Lord, and that you are connecting to them, Lord, that they don't have to worry, they don't have to overthink, Lord, that you have it all worked out for us, that all things work for the greater good of us, Lord. Lord, as we go out into this world and as these women expand their reach and reach out to these other women, Lord, that I ask that you just bless their businesses, bless their ministry, Lord, and I ask that our the people that are watching, that you bless them, Lord, that we all be able to Im impact the world in a better way, Lord. And I thank you. I thank you for another day. I thank you for the possibilities. And I thank you for allowing us to live in a limitless world, Lord, that we are not limited by anything, not even the world, Lord. And I thank you. And I pray that has a wonderful week. And until next time, thank you guys. Amen. 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 <laughs>